We are on Ksubis Nun Aleph Ahmed Aleph towards the top of 51a. As we continue in, in our discussion of the different aspects to a Ksuba, uh, to the different responsibilities that the Baal, the husband, takes uh, with regards to his wife. And we mentioned that there are different aspects to the Ksuba. There's the aspect of paying his wife after the end of the marriage, whether that's through divorce or whether that's um, after the husband passes away. Um, that's the, 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 the main part of the Ksuba, the main part of the Ksuba document. Then we have Ksuba's Ban and Dichrin. We have uh, the amount that he gives towards uh, the sons that he has with that particular wife uh, and how they get a... Uh, the amount of the ksuba, if let's say the their mother passes away first, and then their father passes away, um, so then they receive a portion of the ksuba uh, that was supposed to go to their mother. And then we have another case, another part of the ksuba is with regards to um, providing sustenance to the daughters of this uh, of this wife to provide sustenance for the daughters of this wife. And in our last class, we discussed, there was a big discussion about, well, uh, when we, in general, when it comes to the ksuba, it's generally collected from land, from karka. What about with regards to uh, the providing the sustenance for the daughters? Is it is it specifically, do we only uh, provide it from the actual karka, from the actual uh, land, the, the property uh, that belonged to the father? Or is it from any of the metatalin, any of the um, any of the, the the money, any of the any of the items that belonged to uh, the father, which now belongs to his sons. His sons now uh, have inherited, and they're responsible to uh, provide sustenance for their sister, for their mother, if she's alive, if she's a she's a widow. Um, and so that was the discussion that we had. The Gemara now continues this discussion until uh, the next Mishnah. The Mishnah will be found in the middle of this page. Uh, and hopefully we will cover the Gemara and then begin a new Mishnah in the next class. So the Gemara says, Ho-yasum-yasum-adas-lekamei-de-rava. There was an, uh, uh, an or- orphans, uh, boys and girls, who came in front of Rava to figure out um, how how they could uh, provide the sustenance for the girls. Amalu rava yasum bishvil yasoma Essentially the case is where um, the money is is in the hands of their their young. These are kids, so it's the hands of uh, an apatropis, somebody who's in charge of their money, who's uh, who's caring for them. And so Rava says that um, we should give uh, first to the to the sister, uh, let her have sustenance, and then above that, beyond that, give to the make sure to give to the to the boy. So Amalei Rabban Rava, the Rabban say to Rava, this goes against uh, your your whole. Uh, opinion. It goes against your whole opinion. Don't you, Rava, don't you hold that the sustenance is not from any amount of the inheritance, but it's specifically, it's not from the cash, it's specifically from the land, from the karka, from the actual fields. Um, and don't you say this with regards to number one, providing sustenance uh, for the girls. Number two, uh, the ksuba, the actual ksuba that... Uh, the amount that the wife receives, and number three, something we mentioned in the last, in the last stuff, 
um, about the parnasa, meaning the nidunya, how much uh, the father is setting aside for his daughters for them to bring into the marriage. There's also a portion which is set aside. That too comes specifically from the land. And we explained why we would prefer land over uh, the metatlan itself, or, or specifically require land over that it should be coming from the land and not from uh, the actual cash or, or different things that the father owned that are movable objects. Uh, we discussed in the last class having to do with uh, whose responsibility in the end of the day is it? Who has this obligation uh, to uh, pay for these things? Is it the father who passed away or is it the sons directly? Uh, so we had a whole discussion on this. Uh, but they say, Rava, you held that it's come specifically from the land. So, Rava essentially says, you're right. By the letter of the law, you should only be allowed to collect from the land. Um, but I'm telling you that uh, you should go above and beyond the letter of the law. Why? If you wanted to hire uh, a maidservant for your house for somebody to help you out, so then certainly you would you would provide them with uh, some amount of sustenance. So then all the more so your own sister. You don't care for your sister. Of course you care for your sister. Uh, your sister uh, should be uh, so much, much more um, cared for. And so therefore certainly, even though right by the, you're right by the letter of the law, it should only come out of the land, but we should go above the letter of the law and uh, you should provide sustenance uh, even through the mitatlan, even through the uh, through the cash or, or through the movable objects. Continues the Gemara. It is taught in a brisa. We have the following brisa which will discuss uh, this issue. Rebbe is of the opinion whether we're discussing land or whether we're discussing, discussing movable uh, objects, you could provide sustenance for the wife who's a widow and for the daughters, from both. That's the position of Rabbi. Rabbi ben Elazar Omer. Rabbi ben Elazar argues, and he says the following. Let's say we're talking about land. If we're talking about land, What are we discussing here? If we have a land, so then, uh, we have to make sure that um, we take away from the boys who inherited it and give it to the girls with regards to their sustenance with regards to the nidunya, the amount that uh, we have to uh, set aside for them for when they get married, that they bring it into their marriage. Also, let's say there's only girls, so then we have to make sure that uh, the younger girls receive just like the older girls. They have to receive just the, the same amount. Um, and the same thing if there's only boys and there's older boys and younger boys, we have to make sure that everybody receives equally. Everybody receives equally the inheritance. Uh, we have to make sure that uh, the older boys don't take advantage and we have to make sure that if there's uh, both boys and girls, sons and daughters, that uh, we have to make sure that the sons receive their portion as well. All of this is when there's enough to go around. Everybody will receive if there's enough to go around. But adds Rabbi Shem ben Elazar, and this is a concept that we actually have had in the past, um, Rabbi Shem ben Elazar adds that when it, if they don't have enough, if there's not enough to go around for everybody, so who who do we prioritize? We make sure that the daughters receive. We've had this in the past. If there's not enough to go around, the daughters have to receive uh, their portion in order to support themselves, to provide sustenance, that they have food on the table. And that would mean that the boys would have to go out and knock door to door and uh, receive 
receive from the community. And we prefer this, as we've explained in the past, because it's a greater embarrassment, it's a greater shame for the girls to go around than for the boys. And so therefore the girls would receive it. Again, in a case where there's not enough to go around, the boy, the girls would receive it and the boys would then have to uh, go door to door. However, as Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar, Nechasim she'en le'nachayas mutsin le'banim minabanim, le'banos minabanos, le'banim minabanos, avalo le'banos minabanim. Rabbi ben Elazar adds that uh, if we're talking about movable objects, however, so then yes, we have to make sure that if there's only boys, that they divide it up evenly. And if it's only girls, then they divide it up evenly. If it's boys and girls, that the boys receive their portion. However, when it comes to movable objects, uh, we do not give the girls, says Rabbi ben Elazar, we do not give the girls uh, from their from this uh, from the movable objects to provide for their sustenance because Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar is of the opinion that uh, we can only collect from land. Uh, we can only collect it from land against Rebbe. We have a dispute here between Rebbe and Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar. Rebbe says it's only from uh, it's both from land and from any other uh, it's from cash or, or any other movable objects you can collect from it and. Uh, uh, and provide sustenance for the girls. Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar is the opposing opinion and says, no, it depends. If there's land, so then you provide from land, and if there's no land, so then you don't. You don't provide from land. Who do we follow in the end of the day? In the end of the day, even though in general uh, we follow like Rebbe, but over here, we'll follow Rabbi Shimon Lazar based on Rava. Rava says that only collect from land. In the end of the day, at least from the Gemara, at this stage, um, this is the end of the Gemara, and the times of the Gemara, when it comes to providing sustenance for uh, for the girls, you could only provide the sustenance from the money that you get from the fields, from the fields, from the land itself. That is the position of Rava. However, it is very important to note that... Um, Many of the Rishonim, Tosvos, and many of the other Rishonim, the classic commentators and the Rambam, they quote that in the times of the Gaonim, after the time period of the Gemara, in the times of the Gaonim, they already made a decree that said that when it comes to different aspects to the Ksuba, that you could collect from, and we write this even in the Ksuba, we write this in the Ksuba itself nowadays, that you could collect from anything, whether it's land or whether it's cash or whether it's even... Whatever clothing you have on the uh, uh, that, that that you own, anything that you own, uh, could be used to pay for the ksuba that's given to the wife, to pay for the sustenance for the children. All that could be used from uh, from anything. How could they argue on the Gemara? The Gemara says that the law is otherwise. So there's different ways of explaining it, but one approach is that you know what? In the end of the day, in the days of the Gaonim, after the Gemara, uh, it became normal. It became acceptable for the husband to accept upon himself to say, you know what, I'm going to make sure that I want to provide sustenance for my girls, I want to pave the ksuba for my wife, um, and that it became normal, it became normal to include not just the land as um, as part of the shibut, as part of, the, uh, as part of uh, what, uh, what could be used to, uh, to pay the ksuba or to pay for the sustenance of the, of the girls, uh, but anything, but really anything, even uh, cash or any other movable objects, could be used for the payment. And once that became the norm, so then they made a decree. The Gaonim, uh, the great rabbis uh, of that time period, the Gaonim, they made a decree to say, you know what, this will be established as law, and that exists until today. Until today, uh, we pay back uh, all these different aspects of the Ksuba through any part of the estate of the husband. Okay, now we are up to the 
to the uh, next Mishnah, and uh, we, this will be a short recording, and we'll begin the next Mishnah in the next recording.